Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Ah, It's Golden Spaces. We are back. Vibe check, Justin. Vibe check. 10 out of 10. You already know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For maybe some new people who are new to the show, Justin and I are both Jamaicans. Jamaicans as in our families are Jamaican. Or like, is it your mother who's Jamaican, Justin? My father. Your father. And then like, so, I mean, you know, I don't want to just take away like his other half. He's one of his parents is Jamaican. Both of my parents are Jamaican, but nonetheless, right? So Jamaicans oftentimes like, if you've been to like our parties and stuff, we do that. We like, <laughs> you know, we hit the table yeah. and we make up noise and carry on. So when you see me doing that sometimes, that's just my culture coming out of me, okay? Um, if I had a lighter, I'd light it to him and be like, light the light up, you know? But I can't do that right <laughs> now. So <laughs> you're going to get me begging on the table a little bit. Hopefully, it's not a messing up. Um, the recording too much. I don't want Greg, our dope producer, to be like, Natalie, please, enough with the sounds, you know? So I'm a chill. But yeah, we hype. We hype over here. So let's get into this game. I knew they was going to win. I'm a fucking prophet sometimes, yo, because <laughs> <laughs> whenever these people get way crazy, I saw mad the Warriors are losing. I hope y'all know that. <laughs> like, and then people are gonna tell you that they was trying to jinx shit, but nah, yo. They was being negative as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, but with someone who I know is not like a total douche and was just like, oh, what did what did he say? He said, um, he said Brad Bill is out tonight. So Warriors are gonna lose by like 13 or something like that. And I said, eh, 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 ah, ah. <laughs> I said, not tonight. I said we rebuke rebuke that energy. <laughs> I actually said that we rebuke that energy. Warriors are winning, and it will be a Steph masterclass. I like that to be known that I said it before the game. Like Justin, I had tickets to this game. Like Justin, I was also supposed to be there covering the game. I did not make it for reasons that's none of y'all business, but I did not make it. And um, I like... I was going with someone, so they could have still gone to the game, 
Um, and I was prepared to just give my ticket away. But um, my friend, ultimately, she couldn't make it. She was not feeling giving our tickets away. So <laughs> um, she tasked me with selling them, which was like not an easy task, but we were able to sell them. So I wasn't there. But the person who I sold the tickets to, let me bring it full circle because you're like, why the fuck is Nat telling us this story? Um, who bought the tickets. When he bought the tickets, I said, he said, I don't know what he said. And I said, don't worry. They win it tonight. He's like, yeah, if they cannot turn the ball over. I said, Steph Masterclass is coming. They're winning. Go enjoy the game. So he hit me after like, oh, my God. You know, you're right. <laughs> of course, I was right. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. So there you go. I, I called the Christmas game, too. I be knowing. Mm-hmm. I be knowing. I knew they were going to win this because Steph doesn't respect the Wizards, like I said at the beginning of the game. So, Justin, <laughs> you were there. You were in person. What was it like in the building? Talk to us. It was pretty much a Warriors home game in the building. <laughs> I heard a lot of cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. It got to the point where the Wizards players were at the free throw line, and it was like booze, like like the crowd was trying to get them to miss. I know. Yeah. I would hear like when Steph or whoever we made a shot, they'd be like, "Woo!" And then like, "Oh!" And just, I'm like, yeah. "Yo, this is wild!" It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, everybody in my section was pretty much a Warriors fan. You can you can count on your hands how many people were actually rooting for the Wizards. Um, like Steph got MVP chance. Um, everybody's on and on at his moves. Everybody's on and on at Jordan's moves. Like I said, they're trying to get. Kuzma to miss his free throws at the free throw line in a, in the second half of a close game. Um, ridiculous stuff. So many white, blue, and, and gold jerseys in the crowd that you can just noticeably see. Um, not usually the the Wizards type of feel to it. Um, and I've been to plenty of Wizards games, and usually it's more of a home, home crowd, whoever comes in there. Um, I haven't been to a Wizards versus Lakers game. Maybe it's a little different then, but it was definitely a Warriors home game. And, um, yeah, Steph just put on a show. Uh, I saw, like I said, in his warm-ups, he was, he was killing. I mean, he was hitting a bunch of shots, not even hitting the rim. Same thing with Jordan. So they had it going early. And, you know, Jordan kind of held his own in the first half, like for the full half. Steph had it going in the first quarter. And then they both was great. They both were great in the second half. And Draymond started to pick up the scoring load as well in the fourth quarter. Uh, playing off that defense that they were just pretty much throwing at Steph, and that's how they that's how they got a win um, with guys out and with Wiggins still working his way back. Yeah, I mean Draymond was um, pretty impressive um, in that fourth quarter. You know, um, I saw on TV them saying he was the difference maker. Um, when I say on TV, like right after the game, you know, Bonte Bonte Hill. Fonte mm-hmm. Hill and the show that he does with Festus. It's funny enough, Steph got on Festus like, yo, I need your energy to be better. We just won. I was like, see, even Steph wants the vibes. He don't care what opponent <laughs> it's against. Even he wants the vibes. Even he wants the vibes. So after that, Festus vibes came up though. But anyway. Um, so you know, they were saying like Draymond was a difference maker. And I, I I was like, do I agree with that? I mean, I thought like Dre was incredible in the fourth. And I think what he needed was the fourth. But 
It was so hard to say, but I guess he was. I mean, like Steph really came in. He closed it. He did what he had to do. Jordan was spectacular. I mean, it, they were the three people tonight, though, I think. Like, with like they were the main guys for this game. People are going to tell me about Anthony Lamb. I don't want to hear about him. I, I think those were the three players of the night. Oh, easily. Um, shot making, ridiculous shot making from um, Steph all game. Jordan was just creating so much separation on his shots. Guys couldn't stay in front of him. He was getting to the rim. Um, he got Gafford with a nasty up and under fake. He got Corey Kispert completely five, six feet off of him with a snatchback crossover and then hit the three. Um, he was just in control the entire game. You can tell. Um, it wasn't like what we've been seeing like the last week or two where he's dribbling a thousand times and can't really create a lot of separation. And so it kind of puts him in trouble. He was decisive with his moves. They were working. So he was pretty much just shooting open all night. And then Draymond, um, he he said himself that he made it a point to kind of get under Porzingis and kind of make him feel a little bit more uncomfortable after he had a, a hot start to the game. I think he did that in the fourth. Porzingis was kind of ineffective for the rest of the game. And then offensively, they, people, they, the Wizards were throwing multiple bodies at Steph, so he was just taking advantage of the open space and Porzingis a little bit slower footed. So he was just going straight to the rim, trying to get fouls and open layups and stuff like that. So definitely those three guys completely carried them to this victory um, because the Wizards, like many teams that the Warriors have seen on the road, just were hitting a lot of bullshit. <laughs> um, you know, good thing they, they still got it. They pulled it out at the end. Now, at what point do we say, you know, these teams keep shooting well against the Warriors? And we know that every team gives their all against the Warriors. So we know that. But at what point do we also acknowledge, like, part of this is, like, the bad defense as well? Oh, definitely. Um, just like Draymond said, helping off the strong side corner is just something that they got to stop doing. Um, they're giving up he a lot of talking about Anthony one. Lamb specifically. People. He was talking about Anthony Lamb specifically helping off the strong side corner. He does that quite a lot. Um, and Porzingis Why is so tall. Do that? I don't know. I think because he sees Draymond do it, and it's like you're not Draymond, bro. That's no. like that's like Ty Jerome going out there and trying to play like he's Steph. You know, it's like it's not going to go well. Me. What did he do at some point tonight? And I was just like oh, Ty Jerome. I just rolled my eyes. I remember, but he did something that annoyed me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I think. You know, in this matchup specifically, they gave up some corner threes they shouldn't have. Um, and Porzingis is 7-3, and he shoots above his head. So it was, if he's hitting shots, then it's like you kind of tip your hat to him because it's really hard to affect his shot. So he got a few pick-and-pop ones that went in. Um, and then <laughs> – Our producer, Greg, said he went coast-to-coast coast and missed the layup. That's probably right. That's probably yeah. right. That's yeah. probably when it was. But, yeah, overall – I mean, there was a stretch there with Kuzma – hit like two three bombs in a row and it's like bro you're good but this is not you right he hit a he had a half court heave to end i think either the first or the second quarter um so that's the type of shit i'm talking about it's like teams teams are hitting bs all the time and they started to hit them at home too you know started with that detroit game sadiq bay hit the heave boyan bogdanovich two seconds left on the shot clock hit that shot hamadou diallo hit three so it's a little bit of both. They definitely can can clean up the defense, helping off too much and leaving guys open. But um, eventually, I think the shot variance gods are going to be on their sides, and, and these teams aren't going to be hitting some of these threes that they're hitting. 
Mm, yeah, it's been um, frustrating to watch. Um, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Um, damn it. I was going to ask something and I forgot. But um, yeah, you know, um, Dre calling out Lamb the way he did was funny. Um, but what was not funny was him seeming to give Steph lip service when Steph was checking him on it. Like, who does he, th who does Anthony Lamb think he is? Who does he think he is? The last time we saw somebody doing that, they got a bunch of DMP CDs afterwards. That's all I'm going to say. It's probably not going to happen to Lamb because of the situation the team is in. But I did notice that in real time. And I was like, hmm. Did it well, look like the way it looked to us on TV is how it looked to like on the court? For sure. It looked like he was being like, bro, like stop talking. Something like that. Like Steph was really getting on him. And he wasn't really trying to hear it. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah. And someone on Twitter said like, I mean, is it surprising that he doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not surprising. Yeah, exactly. Listen, um, I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is, but you're, you're <laughs> wilding. You are wilding. Because the fact that Steph has to get to the point that he's saying something to you, that means you are fucking up greatly. Yeah, they were in the middle of a run. I'm pretty sure he fouled somebody like he always does. And, and Steph uh, don't even be on that. So when he has to say it to you, that means you're fucking up royally. Who yeah. do you think you are? This is why media members fucking writing about him, Anthony Lamb and the Warriors. What the fuck? Justin, I, almost, <laughs> I, I literally almost had a heart attack on the spot anthony lamb and the warriors what are we doing what are we doing <laughs> yeah wild 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 stuff um this is the shit that's getting into his head why he thinks he can react to steph curry like this yeah i don't know what to say about dude i'm i'm, I'm tired of talking about dude i just they need they need like we said we need, they need somebody in there so he don't have to play. I don't even want to talk about him, but I just can't believe he disrespected the GOAT. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure they don't they don't tell their players, hey, help off the strong side corner, because no team does that. That's not basketball. Everybody, since you are in grade school, you know you don't help off the strong side corner because it's an easy kickout, and it's an open three. Um so the fact that he's still doing it after repeatedly doing it over and over and over, and I'm sure people have told him that. And obviously it's being drilled into the Warriors defense to not do that or else Draymond wouldn't have. Two days in a row. Kerr brings it up and then Draymond brings it up. Two games in a row. The coach and the best defensive player of this generation. Yeah. Unbelievable. I need to pray harder. I need to be more specific about my prayers. <laughs> that is why this man is still on the team because I have not been very specific in my prayers. Yeah, he probably he's he's gonna be signed, I'm pretty sure. Getting signed where? Next the next topic. Getting signed where? <laughs> he's probably gonna get signed by the Warriors. When? Whenever it's time to Fill that fifteenth roster spot. I'm, no, the Warriors I'm assuming are getting it's someone be... in the buyout market. Oh, I hope so. 
or trade like no you you're they could not always calling, trade two people and get back only one you're not calling out a player in the media to then sign him that's stupid two days in a row and your star player is getting on him and you're signing him He's we'll see <laughs> we'll see I don't say things. I know sometimes people think like with me um, and then they want to come back and be like, you were wrong about something. By the way, I'm really wrong. I'm right like 96% of the time. But I know that people like to like come back and say, okay, I'm joking. People like calm down. But I know people like to be like, oh, like you said it. So like, surely, (laughs) you know why I do that? Because I don't say things that I don't want to happen. Right. And like, your words matter. Like, I don't think people realize that. That's why you never see me joke and like call the words, but like, I know that's people's things, whatever. I'm not trying to tell people what to do, but I don't say things that I don't want to happen that I like there's power in words. And I, I really believe that. Right. And so I say the words you're going to win every game because that is what I expect and want to happen. And I get it. It's not my individual Right. It's not like me speaking for myself. I get that. But I'm just saying I, I it's because I don't ever say things that I don't want to happen for me. It just car- it carries over to what else I want. So I will always say, no, this isn't happening. Right up until the point it happens, because that's just how I am, you know, and so. Nah, they're not signing him and like, he has bad juju. I know it. He has bad juju. So he needs to go. He needs to go. And what are you signing him for? He's going to get playoff rotation minutes. This is a dude you want in our playoff rotation? Lord, please, no. Helping on the strong side corner. That's what we want. (laughs) So Desmond Bain can, or Dylan Brooks can hit three fluke threes. And yeah, that, that can't happen. That can't happen. So, yeah, so no, Anthony Lamb won't be signed. And I like, in fact, let's try our best never to speak about him again on this podcast. Let's do that. Let's try our best. It would help if they didn't play him, but let's try our best to never speak about him again. Okay. Deal. Anything else about the game? Because I want to get into some of these players. Um, And I think we can do that next segment. But is there anything about the game collectively? Um, nah, nah, we can, I mean, other than just going into individual players, nah. Okay. Yeah. There's some interesting things that I want to talk about from the last game and this game between like post game comments, things that happen in the game. There's some funny things, I think. So why don't we break and get into that when we get back? It's Golden Spaces. You're tuned in with Justin and Nat. We'll be right back. 